Amen. Peace of Christ be with you. Oh, thank you very much. Happy Wednesday. It's my great joy, great joy, great joy to introduce my good friend, Sonia Trent Brown, who is the Chief Officer for Culture and Inclusion and the John and Jean Jacobson Associate Professor of Psychology and Michael Brown. Give it up for Michael Brown. Yes. Phelps Scholars Program Coordinator who are speaking today to us about what does it look like to them to be a beloved community. Would you please welcome the Browns. Good morning, Hope College. Good morning. <laughs> hey, handsome. Hey, beautiful. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm doing mighty fine, thank you. How are you doing today? I am doing well. I am glad to hear that. Hope College, we are so happy to be here to share with you today about our experience as Christians at Hope College and about beloved community. Well, we've had an opportunity to share so much in our lives, as you can see. We share a son, Michael Brown Jr., who is very funny. That's my boy. <laughs> he also manages to uh, convince us to do things we never quite saw ourselves doing. Oh, my. <laughs> and he is 12 now and is happy to be as tall as Mama, and he's setting his sights on getting taller than Daddy. We'll see. <laughs> All right, so we share belief both in the importance of family, as you can see. Uh, we both love to travel. We both enjoy reading comic books and watching animated action series, so Marvel Universe, Justice League, Naruto, Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> but of everything we've shared thus far, the most important element of our lives together is our love for God and for Jesus, who is the center of our joy and the head of our marriage. Yeah, when we got married, a pastor told us that wherever two people start out on their life journey together, if both are walking toward God, each step will bring them closer and closer together. And this is something that has stayed with us and guided our lives together. So coming to Hope has meant that we get to continue our Christian walk in our work lives as well as in our family life together. Um, and so this is the first time that we've ever worked at the same place and also the first time either of us have worked in a place that has an intentional Christian context and it's something that's been very meaningful for both of us. So one of the things that I appreciate most about Hope is that this is a community that doesn't just tolerate my faith, but welcomes and embraces me as a person of faith. Uh, before coming to Hope, I taught as a graduate student, an adjunct or instructor at different college campuses. And I won't say that I was persecuted for my Christian beliefs, but it was made pretty clear that my Christian perspective wasn't something that my employers expected to be shared in the classroom. So I remember one day in particular, when a student asked a question in class in a way that identified her as being a Christian. And the room got kind of quiet, and I think she recognized in that moment that she had done something that was perhaps you know, risky in that environment. And so I then was faced with the decision of how to respond. And well, so it wasn't much of a decision point. You know, I responded in the only way that I could. My faith isn't something that I can hang on a hook when I step into the classroom and then pick up again and put on again once class is over. So I responded in a way that answered her question and definitely engaged faith in the classroom. Um, I did wonder whether it might cause me to lose my job, <laughs> uh, but I had responded as I was called to do. Uh, so I didn't lose my job, that was nice, <laughs> um, but I did also hear evidence that there had been some talk. So one colleague came up to me and said, I hear you're a Christian. You know, kind of like there was some undercover Christian network on campus. 
Um, and then another colleague said, so, you're a Christian. That's nice. You know, like it was a hobby or something. I, I did, you know, like, like knitting. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, in the places that I've worked in the past, I've never had an issue talking about my Christian faith or, or my walk in life. Uh, as, as a matter of fact, when I was managing a health center before I came to Hope, faith conversations were very common in the center. People would come in sick. They want to talk about their faith. They want to pray and talk about how God would pull them through these times. And I would intentionally have those conversations with them and pray with them. Um, when I was working homeless outreach centers, I used, to, I used to manage a mobile health unit. And one of the things I would often do is have conversations with people about their faith. And I would pray for them and sometimes we would pray together. But of all the places I've worked, hope is the place that has been the most open about Christianity. And for me, that makes having those conversations so much easier. And uh, I get a chance to promote other people's faith, help to strengthen other people's faith. And I get a chance to strengthen my faith by listening to others. Uh, we have an opportunity to encourage students to be more intentional about their faith, to share time with students during chapel, to have open conversations about faith, being respectful of everyone's faith, and not everyone is a Christian, but we still need to be respectful to everyone as we learn more about their perspective or their journey. Now here at Hope College, we, we both had the opportunity to pray for and also to pray with our students and, the, and our colleagues. I find that very enlightening and, and, and very wonderful. We pray for what is going on in our students' lives, whether it's academics, residential, co-curricular, spiritual, things students may share about their family or friends, it's important for us to lift them up. We know that God loves each person and hope. And when people tell us their concerns and challenges, we pray for, the, for them. And we bring them through whatever, they, whatever they're going through as they're facing those issues. We are a part of each other's lives here at Hope, and we are called to love one another. Well, that's right. All of us at Hope are part of each other's lives. All of us at Hope are called to love one another. 1 John 4, verses 7 through 12. Beloved, let us love one another, because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. And this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Beloved, since God loved us so much, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God lives in us and his love is perfected in us. Yes, and this is so amazing. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us. He loved us so much that he sent his only son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. God's love is agape love. That's the love he has for us. Love at the highest level, perfect, unconditional, a deeper, truer, fuller expression of love that can only be found in God as the source and received through Jesus Christ. The scripture tells us in verse 11 that because... God loved us so much, we also ought to love one another. 
If we are striving to show the love of God to others, we should strive to show agape love. This love is characterized by unselfishness and giving, even to the point of sacrifice. God is the source of agape love. The Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. spoke of this kind of love as the kind exhibited in beloved community. And Arthur Re, uh, Arthur e. Wright wrote that Dr. King's beloved community exhibits agape love, which as the love of God operating in the human heart, seeks to preserve and create community. Christ's mature followers love each other as well as those who persecute or do evil against them. Christians confront hate with love because agape love derives its essence from the cross of Christ, which brings redemptive power. This love does not accept injustice or evil as acceptable. Rather, it loves by way of justice, which ensures equity in access, participation, and flourishing for everyone. Creating beloved community with equity, access, participation, and flourishing for everyone must be navigated through a balanced relationship between love and power in our communities. Dr. King spoke about this as well, saying that power without love is reckless and abusive, and love without power is sentimental and anemic. Power at its best is love implementing the demands of justice, and justice at its best is power correcting everything that stands against love. And we as Christians, for us it is imperative that we take action to correct everything we encounter that stands against love, and also to love others as God loves us. In Dr. King's words, we have before us the glorious opportunity to inject a new dimension of love into the veins of our civilization. And that's how we work together to build love, beloved community here at Hope College. We can inject a new dimension of love, agape love, the love that God shows to us into the veins of our community. The theme for MLK Day this year is King 2020 Vision, the beloved community, the fierce urgency of now. For Dr. King, beloved community was and is a goal for the present. Locally, regionally, nationally, globally. In writing about beloved community, Dr. King said, tomorrow is today. We are confronted with the fierce urgency of now. In this unfolding conundrum of life and history, there is such a thing as being too late. This is no time for apathy or complacency. This is a time for vigorous and positive action. So it was true when King wrote it, and it is true for us today here at Hope College. This is a time for vigorous and positive action. This is a time for us to replace hatred with love. This is a time for us to reject fear of one another and communicate with one another and get to know each other and the beauty with which God has intentionally created each one of us. Again, we have a glorious opportunity to inject a new dimension of love into the veins of our community. Dr. King spoke continually about the power of God's love. He said that hatred paralyzes life, love releases it. Hatred confuses life, love harmonizes it. Hatred darkens life, love illuminates it. He said that love is the only force capable of transforming an enemy into a friend. He said that people fail to get along because they fear each other. They fear each other because they don't know each other. They don't know each other because they have not communicated with each other. As we leave this place today, 
Let us each take with us a commitment to communicating with each other and to getting to know someone we don't know and learn more about them. It may be uncomfortable at first, but practice makes progress. Together, let's commit to the practice of embracing a new dimension of love at Hope College. And to do this, our hope must be in God. We love because God first loved us. God is the source of agape love, the kind of love that seeks the highest good for others. Lamentations 3, 22 through 24 reminds us that the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. Go in peace. <laughs>